every position I got a diamond at. But if I'm not getting a Mushu, you ain't getting a Jeremy. <laughs> what? I feel like a young no one. Right to us. We're very friendly. <laughs> Much love. To a brand new episode of Going Deep with Matthew and Jeremy, episode number 70. Big 70, Maddie. Big 70. That's over the hill twice and plus a couple more years. I think you're right there. Um, I, th- I think we got one before we even start. Finally! Finally, Maddie's back with me. Yeah. Finally. It, uh, okay, sorry, I'm not gonna That's later. That's later. That's later. <laughs> Here, you get a, Give me a hell yeah. You get a hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, Maddie. What's up, man? As usual, we have to start this episode with our question of the day. Random well, question of the day. Well, it's pretty. I guess it's random, so go ahead. <laughs> Maddie, a few weeks ago, before you had some stuff on your plate, yes, there was this story circulating about Genie Bus's top five influential Lakers. I heard about on this. On All the Smoke, which is brought to you by Stephen Jackson and Matt Barnes, who may or may not be fighting Kwame Brown at some point soon as well. Gotcha. We'll but see. She kind of brought up her five most influential Lakers, but I want to know, Maddie, what is your most five most influential Dodgers? Before I say that, that battle between Matt Barnes, Steven Jackson, UFC, NBA night, de- night edition. Decision. No, nah, could be a decision because it's a decision. It's about. No. That is not going to be about if Damn it, Kawhi okay. Brown. Have, did you, you watch the videos, though? I did. Don't think we can play that on the air, so. No. Yeah, I don't know if we could do that one, but he was ready. He That guy wanted all the smoke. Oh, no, yeah, he definitely wanted the smoke and then some. I liked He's like. You know, you guys can't be calling it all the smoke when y'all don't want to have me on. He's like, yeah. you should be calling it, I want some of the smoke. Some of the smoke. Um, all right, sorry about that. So, Matty, most, five most influential Dodgers. Okay, all right. Oh, man, that's a tough question. Um, well, I don't think I'm going to put them in any order. I do have five. Um, so, let me go ahead and start with Mr. Jackie Robinson. Yes. You cannot say influential no, you, or anything like that without starting Jackie, ending Robinson, and mentioning number 40. Two, agreed. Uh, okay, number two. Well, not number two. Just not, second choice. Second choice. I think I'm going to go with Sandy Koufax. Okay, that's that's an interesting one. Yeah, I think I go Sandy Koufax. Any uh, pers- like specific reason why you're going with Sandy? I think he's the the best. He's probably I know you have Kershaw right now, but the best left-handed pitcher maybe of all time. Left-handed Dodger. Just in general, a big influence on the whole game of baseball, not just us. Also, the fact that his career was so short, I think also makes it a stamp that how good he was. Yeah, definitely, uh, definitely. That influences a lot of stuff. Um, I think another choice is Mr. Uh, not a Hall of Famer, but that's okay. I think it's Fernando Valenzuela. Yes. I think he's definitely up there. Uh, Fernando Mania in that summer of 81. You got to take that into account. And, you know, rookie of the year, Cy Young, right? I think both in the same year. Mm-hmm. Throws a no hitter in the night in 1990. Uh, those are just uh, accomplishments on the field. Not only his uh, Hispanic Mexican heritage, uh, bringing uh, some stuff to life in Dodger Stadium. Now, when you're here, when you go to the games, now if you guys ever had a chance to go, uh, every time they show them on the screen, 
Oh, the crowd erupts. Um, crowd erupts. You know, uh, very influential Mexican music. So I think it's a huge part. You know, the Mexican community is huge in uh, mm-hmm. Dodger Blues. So I think that is, you cannot say Dodgers without Mr. Fernando Valenzuela. Safe. Enough. So those are the Fair three enough. I choose. Those are almost givens. Um, now I'm kind of struggling on who I want to put in between. I think out of a historical point, maybe you go, <laughs> this is tough. This is really tough. I think you might have to go with Pee Wee Reese uh, just because of his connection with Jackie Robinson, putting his arm over his shoulder, really um, helping the baseball move, you know, move towards a better game, uh, especially with the racial barrier. Um, no, ha- no longer having um, the Negro Leagues, having everything come, come together and showing, you know, at the time that was not accepted, but a white player putting his hand over a black player's mm-hmm. shoulder, that's a big part. Um, obviously, that's all we know. That's all we see. We don't know the actual relationship could have been different and everything like that, but I think it was a huge step forward and that influenced a lot of uh, players that we see in the game. Hopefully we see more in the future. So those are four that I choose right there. Um, the fifth one, I'm going to have to... Uh, man, oh boy. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. Um, you can go Duke. You can go Don Drysdale. Uh, you can go one of the new ones right now, Clayton Kershaw. No, there, there's definitely a handful. Dang, dude, I, you got me stumped in this last one. Um, I guess I, I'll go Clayton. I guess just mm-hmm. for the game now, um, you know, because all these guys have named. Uh, no one's played since Fernando since the nineties, almost. That'll be thirty years ago already. Um, so Clayton at this moment has brought maybe a new life to Dodger, new Dodger fans. Um, that's our ace, right? That's what we saw. Well, it's influential you've been to our us. ace for like fifteen years exactly. already. Exactly. So crap. Maybe a little wash in that last 15. fifth one because there's a lot of players worthy of it, but those four I think are cemented. Uh, I meant I missed a couple names too: Don Newcomb, Roy Campanella. So I don't think you can go wrong. I think there's a lot that are influential. The, the Dodgers kind of have a Laker issue where there's yeah. too many people. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, if I were to give you my quick five, um, I think you're right with Jackie. Mm-hmm. Number one, obviously, mm-hmm. everything he's done for the game still has influence on the game today. Yep, of course. Other than just Dodgers at one point, mm-hmm. you go on to number two, which I think was a little surprising you didn't mention. But towards the end, you kept saying player, but Tommy Lasorda. That's a nice one. I didn't even think about that until the end. Yeah, Tommy Lasorda and everything he did, what was it, like 30 years as Dodger manager? Yeah, and then like, you know, how long in the organization? And then still with the organization afterwards and went to the big blue Dodger heaven. Yep. Right? So I had Tommy right there. One that maybe doesn't get looked at as often. Another one kind of gets forgotten at times. Steve Garvey. Okay. Steve Garvey's a good one. You know, uh, really that captain of the... From the 70s, a little bit of the 80s, but mainly the 70s mm-hmm. team. Another one that I personally have right now, just obviously you and I watch a lot of the modern game, right? Yeah. So it's hard to backtrack too far because our knowledge is a little skewed yep. from being in that era. But Andrew Friedman. Oh, uh, okay. For the excellence that he's brought to the team these past 10 or so years. He's actually, it's Andrew Friedman slash Ned Coletti. Mm-hmm, okay. For, because Coletti basically set the foundation up. But you're right. Last choice can go Roy Capanella, Duke Snyder. You had Pee Wee on there. You can look at, at one point, it looked like Sean Green was going to be a big part of it. But uh-huh. you know, I ended up not, but I always give the nod to Kershaw for holding it down for these past 12 years. I like that. That's nice. So that was my most influential I, five. You can't go wrong. Can't no, go wrong there's no wrong answers here, but like I said, mine's probably going to be a little skewed just to today's game. Hey, that's totally fine, man. But, Matty, we have more on the docket today. Lakers. Yeah. On Sunday. What game happened? one. Going against the Suns. Supposed to be a route. Matty. It was the opposite. If I'm not mistaken, they never even led 
for one second within the game, mm-hmm. losing 99 to 90 in this game. Thoughts on what needs to happen going forward? Um, I think it's a lot to do with uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron James not playing a lot together. They've been hurt. Uh, there's not a lot of uh, rhythm going on there. They're rusty old tools at the moment. Uh, possibly some cracked tools because they could be injured. Like how you use that. Um, yeah, I just think they didn't shoot well either. They didn't shoot as well from the three point range. Um, you not know, at all. 90, 99 points, though, to be honest, is not awful. I was going to say, that means your defense is at least keeping you in the game. The defense it's definitely kept you in the game. To score 90 points, though, you are not going to win many games in the NBA. It's no, not going to happen, even no matter how today. good your defense is, because even the best defenses probably now hold you to, if they on a good day, they'll hold you to like 92, 93, 94 points. Well, Maddie. The Lakers shot 7-26 for a whopping 26.9% from the three-point That's high. line. That's, you need to be mid-30s at least yeah, to no, me of course, if I, you're going to be in the ball game. 43% for the overall game. Um, some notables here. KCP, 1-for-7 from three-point mm-hmm. range. Uh, Caruso knocked it down 2-for-4. Dennis, 1-for-2. AD settling a lot this game yep. for perimeter shots against Aiden. 0-for-2 from the three-point line. 5-of-16. Overall, for a whopping 13 points. Um, LeBron, 3 of 7 from down there. Kuz, 0 for 1, only took two shots in the whole game. Not good. And then Wes Matthews, 0 for 3. Not good. Um, ben McLemore was actually in a single person, I believe it was, car accident after the play-in game. Mm-hmm. He wasn't injured, but didn't play. Gotcha. Maybe that's part of it. But yeah, you look at the shooting. The shooting is really telling you, hey, we got to do a little bit better here. Um, AD settling for outside shots. Not okay. I heard a lot of criticism on Drummond. I didn't see a lot of Drummond, to be honest with you. But pulling down nine boards, I'll take it with seven offensive. Not too bad. Yeah, that's true. Well, my I assumption mean, is that it's probably a couple of those were his. But <laughs> you going to say that's what he, he was only, not, He was only five for seven. He shot five for seven. So if there was an opportunity, it's only two. That's true. You're, hey, that's a good point. You, you make a good point. Maybe there. defensively wasn't as solid as they needed him to be. But that's okay, I guess. Because he's a limited guy, right? Mm-hmm. We all knew that coming into the game, limited guy. Um, I can't just say shooting because I feel like that's a tough one to say. Shoot better. Shoot better. Yeah, no, you're right. I, it's kind of hard because, like I said, we see the numbers. Their defense, 98, holding the Suns to under 100 points. Mm-hmm. Kind of checkmark. If you really want to dive into certain numbers and everything, you can. But let's just, what's at the end of the day, what counts? The score. Yeah. 99 points. You hold them in 99 points. How many points you scored? 93. Score better. Pretty simple. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, something I'd like to see in the next game. Um, like I said, didn't get to catch all of it, but LeBron James played 36 minutes and took 13 shots. Mm-hmm. You have to take more. As a leader, you have to take more. I agree. But I wonder, so before the play-in game, I really thought the LeBron James injury was kind of a fake. Okay. There was more, eh, maybe it hurts you a little bit. Just take the season off. Mm-hmm. Take the rest of the season off. Mm-hmm. When I saw him in that playing game, did not look pretty. Yeah, he looked a little. It looked super rust. Yeah. And how many times has anybody ever said LeBron James looks rusty? Not much. Not much, right? Um, looks like possibly, possibly father Do- father of time is knocking on the door there. Could be. Well, I mean, he is thirty seven. So. Well, he's older, right? Thirty six. He's year eighteen or whatever yeah. it is. So I understand it, but maybe it's time to not expect. All this greatness mm-hmm. from a guy like LeBron James, who actually probably should, should have been suspended this game. If I'm he, not lying. T- t- I, technically, he should have. I'm it's, a Laker guy. So am I. And I want them to win, but I feel like you got to follow whatever protocols are out there. 
especially if I'm not mistaken, I need to double check it, but this team's not vaccinated. So yeah. the protocols are still as tight. Yep. And uh, I know number 23 is not for sure. He, just doesn't, want, he doesn't want to answer. Yeah, the fact that he's not answering when he's uh, very... I mean, to take be, credit. To, here's my opinion on just that, but we won't get too much into it. No, you don't it, have to get into it, but that was just my opinion on that. I agree with you. I, I'll i do two ways. Mm. I don't think anyone, anyone, it's, well, anyone in general, but if we'll go with the athletes. If they want to say what they did with their own bodies is their choice, if they got vaccinated mm. or not, that's a totally up to you. No, thing. that's up to them. I think that's fine, but I do agree with you as well. If Regardless if you got vaccinated or not, him being outside, going to that tequila thing or whatever it was, little party. Hey, man, you violated the rules. You got to be, everyone's got to be this, hold it to the same regard. Yeah. That's what we asked for in the NBA. Mm-hmm. That's what we asked for in real life. Correct. You hold, held accountable for your actions. And if you break the rules, you break the rules. No matter if we're a Laker fan or not. And you know where we both agree on this because... Yes, I, I mean, I've joked around with you a little bit like, oh, yeah, well, you don't like LeBron as much. Maybe I like him a little more, but we're on the same side here. You got to be fair. No, this is, yeah, you got to be, be fair across it's, the board. Um, fair across the board. There's no end, ifs, or buts. I saw something also online uh, kind of stating, it was Kendall Jenner's but the tequila little, her, her tasting. little tequila thing, 818. Yeah, it was hers. Who does she date? Devin Booker, yeah. a.k.a. Conspiracy Theory. They're trying to take out LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, though. I like that. Whoever connected those dots, good job on, That's pretty on good your one. part. That's because pretty I would have never cared have you about it. tried the tequila, by the way? No, have you? Extremely delicious. Really? Just kidding. Haven't tried it yet. I was going to say, how'd you get a hold of it already? Yeah, I, don't, it, I, I didn't even realize it'd yeah, be at stores. It doesn't matter. What I do recommend is the Termana tequila by The Rock. That one's delicious. But The Rock... Never mind, I'm not going to say anything. No, The Rock is The Rock. He's golden <laughs> in my eyes. Um, but yeah... Moving on, game two tomorrow. Need to see a little bit more aggression from AD, I think. 16 shots, not bad, but the aggression I need to see in the paint. Uh-huh. Uh, I need to see LeBron probably be around 17, 18 shots. I personally don't like seven threes from him. You know, I hate that he shoots a three so often. Yeah. But I'd like to see them attack the basket. Let's get wide, wide, wide open shots for our other guys. Hopefully knock it down. I don't think KCP is going to repeat one for seven. I hope not. Last year in the playoffs. Remember, he started off slow, guys. He don't, did. Don't forget. Well, last year in the playoffs, this dude was money after like the first game or whatever it was. It was like the first two games. Remember, because he only scored like a point in the first yeah, game. Yeah, it was something and nonsense, but the like, this dude lit it up, played great defense. Kind of need the same there. I'll um, give LeBron some love. He's issued 3 of 7, which is 42%. So. No, he shot great. And then, I feel like the Kuzma experience coming to an end. Yeah, that's not looking good. Um, I think he played 19 minutes. Yeah, 19 minutes, took two shots. I think the experiment's coming to an end. I think we got fleeced now. But anyways, Maddie, we have more news on the on the list here. Or did you want to go through the rest of the games or no? Um, we can go slightly into. You want to just a, say the series? A couple, sure. Let's go ahead and Miami see. and the Bucks. I thought this was gonna be a lot closer. Miami got blown out of the freaking arena today. Lost by forty. I think I, I think my it is not looking good for Miami. I'll be honest with you. No, and that's a team that. I felt could actually give the you know the Bucks a run for their money and possibly overcome the talent differential. Because mm-hmm. I would say definitely the Bucks are more talented. Definitely. Um, doesn't look like that's gonna happen. Uh, let's see. Nuggets ninety three seventy seven gonna take it a, a no one one. It should After, be one one. It looks if, like they if, were if, able if they to hold on. It should be one one. Looks like they're able to kind of situate themselves and understand that they're not gonna double Jokic which allows him to pass, which is one of his 
best things about him, right? Mm-hmm. His best traits is that he's able to score the ball, pass the ball, do all these little things. Four assists so far, seven rebounds, 28 points. I think they finally figured that out. Um, as I was saying, 2-0, Bucks. I had the other ones. I got you. Uh, you Brooklyn, go. um, they lead 1-0. Uh, obviously, Boston in that first half were playing well, but then Brooklyn kind of just eventually took over. I think that's going to be very... Well, Brooklyn started to hit the three. Yeah, they That's the difference. They started shooting. Yeah, the well, what shooters they are going to shoot, and they're going to catch fire eventually. But, you know, but um, we'll see. Sweep? Uh, yeah, I think so. Maybe a gentleman sweep, but definitely. 4-1. Uh, let's go and st- I'll stay in the East. Uh, Philadelphia versus Washington. Philadelphia also played a tough game. Sorry, Washington played a tough game. But well, I thought Washington had a chance for a minute. They did have a chance. Um, I think that one, I still think Philly's going to win. But I think Washington can play a little tougher. I think they can steal one, for sure. Gentlemen's are a 4-2. I'm going to go, I prefer gentlemen's. That's my, if I had to bet anything. But I wouldn't be surprised 4-2. Well, here's a key thing. Tobias Harris scored 37. Mm-hmm. You think he's going to score 37 again is what you're trying to tell Yeah, is, is that actually I, – I think he's a good scorer. I know he can score the ball, but can you actually expect 37 from him every night? I know his percentage or his shooting went up this year, but to say 37 a night? Mm. Yeah. Average no. 19 and a half for you're, the season. You're, 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 you're correct there. Who knows? Maybe catches fire, but I, I agree with you. I think that's the one that maybe Washington can sneak one more than two. Well, that's uh, the thing about 76ers, though. They have the firepower where they have a couple other guys that can go in there and mm-hmm. score the basketball for them. Continue on, Matty. Uh, New York and Atlanta. Of course, Atlanta winning on that game winner, pretty pretty much a game winner by Trey Young. That was terrible defense. <laughs> I know. I saw that. Um, and a terrible drop of the last shot. Uh, the, you, you, you were not a fan of both sides. No, I did not appreciate. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. The last shot is of New York. The last shot, of, last shot Young. of New York's. Oh, okay, gotcha. I thought that, you said that Trey Young took. No, 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 no. Trey Young did the right thing. Yeah. You know, you're, oh, you're gonna give me the basket? No problem. He, he basically did. did. I mean, he's wide open. He was. Um, but kudos to him. Some guys still don't make that shot, regardless if you're mm-hmm. open or not. Uh, I still think that that series is interesting. I think that one's going. That could go seven. Really? I think so. I think it can go back and forth. I don't think there's one team that's completely better than the other. Exact same record no, going into the into the playoffs. Well, here's the thing now, Matty. Alec Burks, 27 points. Do you think he's going to do that again? Is it, that what you're trying exactly. to tell me? Exactly. Like, that's <laughs> the thing. Like, do I think New York has a decent squad? Absolutely. I think they play hard. They're gritty. Um, and to be fair, Tom though. Tom Thibodeau is the coach there, so you know defense is the emphasis. To be fair, Alec Burks averaging 13 points a game. That's a 14-point leap, Matty. Uh, yeah, I know, I know, I know. Hey, just to be, I'll, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and throw this out though, Alex Burks. I'm gonna give you some, some, some love right here. Last four games: 30, 14, 17, 27. Can we agree? Maybe he's on the verge of being maybe 18 to 19. I, I if he dropped 20 for the series, I wouldn't be out of. I'm not gonna be like, wow. Like, but, I'm, that's not. You blew my mind. But if you're gonna average 25 or above, you blew my mind. That, uh, that's fine. That's fine. And you can tell that he's just kind of hot because if you look at his numbers, it's like he's three. all up and it's down. Like, it's and only how the, do I know? Because this dude is on my fantasy team. One well, night he was giving me thirty. The next night he gave me negative two. And the reason I tell you that is because also you can kind of, even though it's one game, three rebounds, four assists. But I just feel like if he gets hot, he's going to score only twenty eight. Mm-hmm. He'll probably be like at two rebounds, two assists. Yeah, he could probably rebound a little more. But um, okay. And then uh, of course you mentioned the Denver Portland. Denver looks like they're going to take that one. Uh, Utah, of course, losing game one to the Memphis Grizzlies. Job. Morant Grizzlies, who are playing with nothing to lose, man. Nothing to lose. No, and Go no out. Donovan Mitchell. That no game. Donovan Mitchell, and he should be and back he's very mad. I uh, did want to give a quick congrats to uh, Mr. Jordan Clarkson for winning six men of the year. He did Former win six Laker. men. Um, Lakers, of course, we talked about it. Game tomorrow, down to seven. And, of course, the one we need to talk about because we just like making fun of him. The Clippers um, 
they played really well. Uh, they dunked on the Cle- uh, Kawhi dunked on Kleber. They flexed their muscles, and then oh and wait, they're, 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 oh, my, lost, bad, my bad, my bad. Dallas is up one 0 I yeah. thought it was that Dallas. Sorry, the way they the showed way their- the media made it seem. Um, yeah, I thought uh, Clippers swept in one night. Yeah, I thought so too. I I, I swear I said four zero, but anyways, one zero Dallas leads. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I think yeah. that's going to be a great series. I wouldn't be surprised I, if that one went seven. I, I think, yeah, I think so too. I think that could really go to, seven. Yeah, I was talking to one of my friends, uh, my, one of my work coworkers, and he said, "Well, technically, my manager." He's like, "Yeah, I think that one goes seven. Did yeah, no, agree? I could see. Question: Yes, if you were to prioritize in who Watching? is the most oh, dogish, sorry. dogish, that, like the alpha dog, like okay, like you need the dogs on your team. I know I've said that like a billion times. Yeah, on here. Who, who? Kawhi. Yeah. PG. Luca. Who am I taking? Yeah, where is the dog list? Like, who's the oh, no, top dog? Easy, PG's, PG's last. Sorry, PG. PG, I 13%. Um, I think you still go Kawhi, technically. He has a chance. He has a couple rings. He does. No, he has it. But, like, when you watch him, do you, like, that's a dog. Uh, I kind of look at Luca that way. He's like, more, I think the problem is that Kawhi doesn't just, doesn't have the personality or that swagger on court that gives you... This guy's a dog. Like he plays like he's a dog because you go, dude, that guy. No, he's gritty. Gritty, you know, plays defense. You know, you know, he's, he's not just he's a top he's, five he's player. He's not just a jump shooter. He's like, you know, no, he, yeah, turnarounds and you know, um, drop steps. But Luca has a little bit more fire. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's more of a finesse dog. I wouldn't say he's a dog dog. Make sense? So is he like a husky? Sure, huskies can be fierce, but they look, they look pretty. Yeah. Little, they have some flair to them. Yeah, but like, I mean, you it's not fair to. Them. I know it's not fair to say that because every time a European player comes, we're always like, "Yeah, he's a little more like soft, softer finesse." Yeah, um, but he's. Got, I Luca's got some grit to him. I like it. I like it. I'm, I I love Luca. He's gonna play better defense, but yeah. Maddie, he's here to score the ball. Yeah. All right, well. <laughs> but that kind of wraps up these playoff series. We'll continue as we go. If we haven't said it before, I'll say it again. Congratulations to Brian Munguia on winning our fantasy. Congrats. You barely made it in. He made and it. And you won the whole thing. It's annoying. Okay, really quick. Uh, before we end this one, I want to do it. And then after that, are you going to give? you said you're going to give your tip of the day, right? I do have a tip. Okay, before we do your tip, um, Utah-Memphis 1-0. Who takes the next game? Utah-Memphis. Utah because Mitchell's mad. 1-1. One, one. Uh, Clippers-Dallas 1-0. Dallas, who takes game two? Clippers better take it. You think so? Is that what you? They, they have to. What does your heart tell you? Okay, my, so one my one. My heart tells me one one. Clippers. Denver and Portland. We already pretty sure that game's almost done. We're gonna assume Denver. Game, game three. Yeah. Game two. One Denver. one. No, don't worry. Just three. give me game two. Um, going Phoenix and Lakers. Lakers better be the back? Lakers. No, they're in Phoenix. You think oh yeah, 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 yeah. You think they lose? No, they're gonna win. Okay, one one. One one. Uh, Brooklyn and Boston. Brooklyn. Brooklyn two zero. Milwaukee and Miami already happened. New York, Atlanta. Tied to 1-1 or Atlanta takes a 2-0? New York's got bad luck. Give me the Hawks. Ooh, I was going to go with the Hawks too. I like your thinking. Philadelphia and Washington. 1-0. Washington. Washington, 1-1. So most of our things are going 1-1. Okay, I like it. All right, let's move on. Who's your tip of the day before we go into baseball? It's time! I like how he goes, it's You like the build-up? Yeah, the little, the, the middle. You know, I didn't know he was... F- I that's was today years old when I was like... Uh, you realize he was the brother? The brother of... Uh, let's get ready to rumble! As Bruce Buffer is the UFC one, and I can't... Michael Buffer. Is that the Michael... Yeah. Michael Buffer's the boxing one. Yes. That's a hell of a family to hell be able yeah. to do the announcing. Mm, yep. um, but it is time, Maddie. 
for Jeremy's tip of the day. And Jeremy's tip of the day is going to the Tampa Bay Rays. A full-on tip for them. I think I got one of those. Second place. Actually, I don't know if I have it. Second place of 2020 season. Yeah. Sorry. Yes, they are second place of the 2020 season. However, Maddie, they're not getting a tip for being the second place team. They're getting a tip for winning 11 straight Woo! ball games. 11 straight ball games. Give me a hell yeah. Give me hell a hell yeah. yeah Tampa. Hey, that, that's double digits with uh, one and one, not one zero. Because, you know, usually they, a lot of teams go 10 games in a run. They can never make it to the <laughs> next one. They never make it to the next one. Hey, man, they're almost there. Well, they got 12. 11 there, um, taking the lead in the AL East, 30 Wins, 19 losses, followed by Boston, 29-19. Yankees, 28-19. Yankees playing great ball. Win- winners of six straight, eight out of the last ten. Boston, seven out of the last ten. Maddie, this AL East, I think is going to be a hot all year. Mm-hmm. I think maybe, I think I gave Boston a third place finish, did I? I think you did. I didn't think they were going to be this good, though. Uh, they're very you know, we talked about like the West being like competitive, like they're bad teams, but mm-hmm. competitive. I think Boston's going to be something similar to that, but I think they're better they are than better. those other yes. teams that I said were going to be competitive. I Makes you. sense. Mm-hmm. So they're they're not to me World Series winners or contenders, but they're playoff contenders, mm-hmm. and they're legit playoff contenders. Uh, it's going to really come down to the rotation and how long it can stay kind of this good, right? I, no, definitely. Chris Sale should yes. be back in a month or so I think it is or a month or two so maybe that'll be a big boost for them that would be one of the biggest biggest pickup that you could possibly yeah, get easy, at nice. the deadline thank you other than Trevor Story oh yeah we can talk about that when it comes sooner but yes you are right that team um, I was looking at the standings the N, the AL East other than the next team closest to it but I'll tell you exactly where I'm going with this those four teams Toronto, New York, Boston, Tampa all of them those four are their run differential are plus so Toronto's at 27, New York at 24, Boston 47, Tampa Bay 50. The next uh, division that's close to that will be the NLS with the Dodgers are because you have those three teams, San Diego, LA, and San Francisco, which are all plus. And actually, San Francisco's plus 47, so they're quite high. You got that NL Central, who the highest one is plus 16, and that's the second place Cubs. NL East as well, plus 16, that's the third place Miami Marlins. So, not saying them run differential technically means you're in first, because it doesn't, but... A little, it helps give you an indicator. An indicator though. of are you winning? Are you are you you know getting your butt kicked? Are you just pretty close? You're just losing some games. For example, Oakland. You can tell they just got a such an awful start because their run differential is actually negative eleven. They're in first place. Yeah, and that that's definitely due to their like own eight start. Yeah, pretty much. That's all the only reason why. And then you know Houston's at plus fifty nine. Um, Chicago White Sox plus sixty eight. So yeah, man, man, no, it's math cool. season is is going. We're already going. fifty games. If this were last year. We're already talking playoffs right now. Crazy. If we were talking playoffs, the Dodgers would be out of it. So, Maddie, do you want to break down these divisions no, really it. quick? No, they're a game out of the wild card. No? How? One game out of the wild card. How could they be one game out of the wild card? It says. No. Look, because the NL. Oh, I'm sorry. They're plus one. They're, yeah. They have the wild card have by wild one card. game. You're good. You're good. I was like, I apologize. I'm like. Maddie, oh, I, it got, says I see. Right you, here, I it's see. One you. game. They Maddie, would be the, the first team. One. They would be the first team, and the second team would be. It would be San Francisco, right? Probably. Yes, San Francisco is the next wild card one, as they yep. have the little San, dash. San, San Fran would be the next one. There you go. I apologize. No, no, no. You're well, fine. Be I, all, I, I got what you're saying. All West uh, playoffs. But Maddie, I know we want to get into the Dodgers. We're gonna definitely do that. 
I kind of want to talk about the NL East real quick. Go ahead. Because we said these were going to be the power a powerhouse division. We did. It's going to be tight all the way, except for Atlanta is going to just blow past everybody. We got one thing right. That is going to be tight. They're definitely it tight. It is definitely tight as all five teams are within two games of each other. Hey, man, if I if I had a choice to be a last place team, I want to be a last place team in this division because that means I'm only two games out. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. It just sounded like some cotton analysis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, Maddie. Only two games out for the Washington uh, Nationals, who actually had. You see their thing with Juan Soto the other day. They did not, not running out of ball. So, uh, is it Davy? Davy Martinez mm-hmm. made him apologize in front of the whole clubhouse. Oh my gosh! They ended up losing the game because of it. But this NL East is just it seems so interesting to me because you have all these great teams, but nobody can find their legging like their legs and just get it going. Mm-hmm. Eddie, what is it going to take for one of these guys to finally take over this division? I mean, I, we, can, we can point to health, right? We can point to Definitely. health. Uh, then in the New York Mets have been one of the – I see on Twitter, on the timelines, a lot of people complaining like, dude, we're not healthy yet. We're not healthy yet. They're not. Shout out to Kevin Pillar for taking like a champ. Um, never. I know you probably talked about it. Or if he didn't, you know, he got hit in the face. And the fact that this guy's just up there talking like, yeah, it's all – I'm good. And I'm like, dude, he just looks like he got in a fight with like Mike Tyson. Yeah, no, um, he did not look good. Um, but – Sheesh, that guy's got some cojones. Um, I would be like crying in the, in the corner. Um, I just think they need to get healthy. The, the Mets, of course, the ground's not there. They got some. They got a couple of injuries. Lindor, for some reason, is just not panned out at the moment. Last time I looked. Um, not. I mean, you know, uh, Atlanta again. Also heard that Mike Soroka news was killer. Uh, to hear that, that was not. That was not cool. I saw the setback. Did they finally give a final analysis on it? They didn't say what it. They, it's a it's some kind of surgery on your on your Achilles. It's not Achilles surgery, like to repair it. It's something else. I don't know what the heck it was called again, but it was redoing it. Oh, okay. They had another surgery on his Achilles. Ugh. It's kind of like the cleanups and stuff, but that puts you out. Basically, I think they even said he might be out this year. Oh wow. Okay. Um, Miami, I think. Kudos to Miami sticking in there. 24 and 23 and 24. I thought, you know, they were just maybe lucky. But no, they're again. Donnie almost, Baseball. Donnie, they, man, they're playing hard. Uh, Philadelphia, again, always doing what they do. They're just under. Dude, I, uh, I know before I cut you off there. No, you're I fine. actually got to see Miami play, and man, they play hard. Yeah. They play hard. They play every out. They play every pitch. Um, Jazz, I can't say the Chisholm. Lot. Chisholm. That dude looks like he's going to be pretty solid man, he could for be. the future. Um, he looked great during the Dodgers series, at least. Go ahead. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, Soroka will be reevaluated in two to four weeks. This was a week ago. Undergo a clean-out procedure on his Achilles. So undergo exploratory surgery. So don't know exactly what that means, but it's going to be some rest, some healing. So, ugh, doesn't look good. No, it doesn't. What does Philly need to do? Philly just has to stop playing like crap. Is that it? It's pretty much, dude. It's it's. I mean, just stop playing like crap. No, I, I understand what you're saying. I mean, saying. getting in fights with Joe Girardi, not catching the like Joe Girardi said, catch the ball, catch the ball. Did you see that? Throw the ball, catch the ball, hit, hit the ball. The ball. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I think your analysis on every team there hit the nose spot on. I mean, it's pretty simple. I mean, all these guys are under. They trust me. Your leader is 21 and 20. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. That's due to COVID. They should have more games under their belt. It doesn't matter. I agree. Where's the rock? You have it? Yes. Maddie, with where it's at right now, who do you see ending up at All-Star break? Ooh. All-Star break. So you got about uh, 20 games? 20, 25 games? 
Probably more, actually. I'm sorry. I think the Mets go down a bit. I just don't see him. Yeah, they're three of seven. Lost their last three. Yeah, don't see him. Don't see him. Atlanta's How about I go crazy? I'm going to say Washington. They start I, playing better. I was going to say Washington. Yeah. Yeah, I think about Washington, wa- they always got the pitching. They just got to get the hitting going. Yeah. Um, I could definitely see. They kind of got a late start due to COVID as well. Yep. Yep. So I could definitely see them being in first at the end of all-star break. Yes, I think so. And I still think that this division, doesn't, the the lead doesn't extend more than two, three games again. So no, I think they're going to be right there too. I think it's going to be pretty jam-packed. But I would say the distance probably going to be like eight games at yeah. all-star break mm-hmm. rather than just these two games. Maddie, now your favorite time. The Los Angeles Dodgers, after playing like booty for about three weeks to a month. Yeah, pretty much won. the last time we talked, it was awful. We were at rock bottom almost. Yeah, we were damn near. Eight of nine of the, on the homestand. Swept San Fran this week this week this weekend. <laughs> They're back to 29 and 18. Obviously, my prediction did not work out. Where well, I guess 35 and 15. 15 now, yeah, right? That didn't work out. Missed it by a couple games. Do you like where they're at? Do you like what you're seeing now? Yeah. I th- what I'm really excited about or that I'm glad that I've seen is that they are also very injured. Yeah. And they're playing Extremely. quite well. We talked about that. You put rookies in who, Sheldon Noisy, Luke Rayleigh, DJ Peters, guys who have, first of all, rookies already. And then you ask them to do a kind of part-time job, but then full-time job at the same time. It's tough. Obviously, they haven't been hitting, but as a team, they've just come together. It's good to see, you know, as, as the season goes on, you just got to have guys who carry you for a little bit. Certain guys, you know, because some guys are just going to get cold. As we saw, Corey, Justin, Mookie, Max, literally all of them at the same time got cold. And obviously went through that rut. Yeah, very cold. Corey gets injured, unfortunately. Um, I, I told my brother that the turnaround game for me at the moment is that Seattle game where Gavin Lux hit the three-run shot. To They were losing, and he hits that three-run shot to come back, and the they F- win. Yeah, Homer? Uh, um, yes, that's F and go. Since then, Lux crushing the ball. Will Smith is finally, all his hard hits are going somewhere. Max mm-hmm. Muncy's absolutely killing the ball. Um, you have some life from Chris Taylor, who's been the, probably the most consistent Dodger of the season. Definitely. Uh, 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 Justin Turner's cold as a as a as an ice cube right now. So, it's an ice cube. I like it, it's but cold, it melts away. Exactly. That's why I think he's gonna heat up. You like I it? think so. I didn't no. want to say permanent stink. Well, I got a number for you. Um, Max Muncy is the key to me mm-hmm. on these on this last fifteen games mm-hmm. or so. Max Muncy in his last 15 games hitting 429 with a 541 on base, 776 slugging, 11 RBIs, 11 walks. 776 slugging and a 500 OPS? I mean, uh, on, on base, base percentage? Yeah. So his OPS is like 1,200 right now? Yeah. That's ridiculous. So the last 15 games, 21 hits, 14 runs, 5 homers in the last 15. If you want to take it a little bit more microscopic, last 7, 476 average, 577 on base. 857 slugging. Holy moly. Two home runs, 10 hits, and those last 21 at-bats. Holy moly. 3Ks to 4 walks, which is pretty solid. 3Ks to 4 walks. Yeah, that's... yeah. Oh, that's, my that's gosh. Great. I just wanted to throw that out there because I felt like he kind of got this offense going. I think you're right where Gavin Lux finally was able to take a sigh of relief. Hey, I'm meant to be here. Yep, yep. Right, and uh, got the home run against Seattle. I think a couple days later, Grand, Grand Slam. Slam. And then a week, exactly a week later, which was yesterday or two days ago. Another Grand, Grand Slam, Slam, right? Um, I think we kind of talked about it before. Gavin Lux kind of usually struggles in the beginning and figures out yeah. the pitching. Same thing that happened in the minors. Looks like it's happening here over his last 15 games. 18 for 56 for a 321 average, 377 on base, 
536 slugging. Yeah, eight, eight something. Yeah, it's good. Almost 900 yep. OPS. Is Last good. seven games, 10 for 26, two homers, nine ribbies, two walks, seven Ks with a 385 average, 429 on base. I think the only thing I'd like to see is the strikeouts cut down a little bit and a little bit more of the walks. Um, but other than that, he's coming into his own. It yeah, looks for like. sure. He's coming into his own. And I don't know if we talked about this, but. It looked like Gavin Lux's mother was following us for a little bit and was liking our Gavin Lux tweets. So shout out to Mama Lux for Thanks, that. Thanks, Mama Lux. But yeah, um, the other side of this, the other side of the ball, pitching has continued to be pretty solid. Uh, mm-hmm. We've seen the bullpen blow up once or twice here or there. I Maybe was about not. to say that. I said we do have to give a lot of love to the pitching. Yeah. But man, have they held it down. The starting pitching, though. Shush. Kershaw has the highest ERA with like a 313. Shh. And that's from, I think, the one blow-up. Yeah, he has two bad starts. Well, he has Colorado, and, and he had uh, one. He had, uh, a, he had a The clunker. five runs against Angels. He's had three clunkers. Yep. Angels. Cubs. One An- inning. Yep. Angels, Cubs, and that one. That's his three clunkers. Other than that, he's been spectacular. Yeah, he's been. That's where the that's why the ERA is at that three. But starting pitching has been dominant. How's Julio Trevor, has been great. Trevor has exceeded expectations. Don't you feel like you feel like he could pitch better? Yes, and he's still like yeah, a, he's I, like a one something. Like he's pitching good, but I'm watching him like, yo, you just cut down your walk rate a little bit, and <sighs> you're like on a whole nother level. Dude, he's like he, he wastes a lot of pitches, unfortunately. Yeah, which, he's, it's funny because I think the last three he's rolling. He rolled through the first four innings, no problem. He's already got like seven Ks, and then for something one inning, he throws like 25, 30 pitches. Yes, and I'm like, damn, dude, that just took you out from doing a complete game. He doesn't have that one in the where was it was it San yeah San Fran. He has he cleans up one of those innings. I know technically yeah well he, he went one twenty six for six I, innings I know, six I know, and a third. No, he said he was pissed because one of them technically was a strike. You know, yeah. didn't call a strike. That's fine. You can't let those things get to you. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I, easier said than done. But easy, easy one twenty six could have been a complete game. Exactly, and unfortunately, he only goes six and a third. But I think you kind of hit it like he's been good, right? But like. Doesn't it look like he could be better? Yeah, he looks like he could be better. He's still pretty damn freaking good. And he's been pretty dominant. Um, I think his, okay, whip, .77. That's ridiculous. 88 Ks and 63 in a thir- and two-thirds innings. Nasty. 10 starts, 198 ERA, five wins, two losses. I know that's kind of a lost stat. No loss However, not. to me, it kind of means. It oh. means something. It means you're keeping yourself in the game, right? Like, if, I understand Jacob DeGrom loses, like, 2-0 all the time. Yeah. But I feel like there's still a little something where, you know, when you roll this guy out, no matter what, you're yes. winning the game. Um, I I agree with you. I think it's an old stat. And but. sorry that we, we cut you because there's so many they are pitching well. We said Bueller looks like he's cutting, coming to his own. Um, I don't know what's going on with him. Like, I feel like two years ago, this dude was electric. Well, I mean, like, he's, if you notice, his trend is kind of the same. Unless, he start, he's a very slow starter. Yeah, he starts slow. You know, he's he's hovering over that three threes, three twos average. You know, I, I love him. I think, you know, obviously playoffs, he's money. I think he'll be good. I think there's going to be one of these games where he's going to throw a clunker, unfortunately. Like those, you know, he gives up five runs in five innings just because, you know, they just hit the ball hard. I'm not sure if he's there yet to do a complete, I'm going to do a full season of two, under two or two, you know, nothing under two five or mm-hmm. some of that. I'm not worried about him. He's been good. The guy I've been really impressed by is Julio. Julio's been fan. Julio looks like the guy that they promised us like five years ago, yeah, right? Holy moly. Every time he goes out, though, it's been like, I think, three or four games already that he's been clean for four innings, like no hits. I'm like, dude, this guy is so close to, to throwing that, that, uh, 
It's a no-no. The no-no. The, and if there's a year to do so it. You, you haven't been here for the no-nos. No, there's been 50 that's, that's no-nos. Why, that's why I want to bring it up. Is if there's been a year to do it, it's this year, Julio. Definitely. With the, I kind of talked about this on when I told you I went on the FOV yes. show. Make sure you guys find that one, too, on Spotify or anywhere uh, podcasts are available. We are kind of talking about why do we see so many. Yes. And... One, obviously, you look at approach, right? Sure. Like, people's approach just isn't very good right now. Mm-hmm. A lot of uppercuts, swing. Number two, swing mechanics aren't very pretty. Yes. Number three, I think the ball has something to do with it. Sure. Ball's dead We've in. heard that You're, before. Well, first the ball went too far. Yeah. Now the now, ball's not going, like, no, far enough down. for these swings. Seeing a lot of stuff die on the warning tracks, being caught in the, eh, maybe in the gap or whatever it is. But you. you um, quick question. You you think that that plays a factor in the no-nos of the ball being changed a bit? Yes, and Interesting. another factor here. So, ball does not traveling, right? Mm-hmm. I know you got to hit the ball in order for the ball to travel, but Kershaw was talking about this the other day. The way these balls are wound up, he said it's a lot. I think he said it's a lot tighter So on the seams. So, he said when you're throwing it, the pitch has an extra two to three inches yep. of movement already. So he's saying these balls are probably killer for anybody that throws a two-seamer that's right-handed because you're cutting into these guys. Yeah, like a buzzsaw. Like, exactly, like uh, crazy, and you're going away from the lefties at a ridiculous rate. Yep. So I'll, do I think pitchers are pitching good? Yes. But do I think there's other factors into it? Definitely. Mm, I interesting. Re- I definitely think the ball has something to do with it. I definitely think approaches have something to do with it. As you know, we're all okay with the strikeouts now, right? Well, people in high places in are okay are okay with strikeouts, with strikeouts yeah. at this point rather than ball being put in play. Mm-hmm. So I think that obviously has something to do with it too. Sure. Approaches, hit the ball in the air, watch it fly. Only issue is ball's not flying no more. So mm-hmm. I think that's part of it. Interesting. And I know you get a couple random names, but there's too, too many random names that are getting these. Spencer Turnbull should not probably be doing this. Yeah. Wade Miley should not be doing this again. Guy through 89. 89 for majority of the game. So that's why I kind of think there's a little bit more into play. But to your Julio thing, .82 whip. 70Ks and 62 innings. You don't like the ball idea. I like it. I I, I agree with you. It's not I agree with you, but I'm not sure if I'm going to put it all in the ball. I'm not saying you're putting all of it, but you can see on my face, huh? Yeah, Um, you're just like... No. I, I get it, but the problem with the ball traveling, especially for no hitters, I don't think that matters, to to be honest, at all. For just no hitters. This is just no hitters. I'm not talking about the game of baseball in general. Mm-hmm. I do think you're right. The ball has changed a bit. That's why the pitcher's a little better. Sure, I think in an overall sense, yeah, that could be something to it. But I don't think the ball carrying or traveling or getting hit hard uh, changes the no hitter fact. No hitters, a lot of it are, is luck. A lot of it's luck. No, definitely because, a lot of it's luck. Because if you look at how many times no hitters are broken up, it's not by a... It's, not, it's by the dumbest crap. It's literally by the, you know... Coolio's. I'm not saying it was going to be a no hitter. We don't know. His ball was a ball that was he jammed the shit out of Mike Talkman, mm. went up the middle, and because the, the they were slightly shifted, to, they're actually actually not shifted. They're actually playing him straight full, up. They're actually not even Away? straight up. They were even playing him. The middle was open, oh. so they were even playing him to really mm-hmm. you know like going the other way or pull that ball. Because of that little thing, Gavin had to try to do the whole hand thing, and there, boom, mm. bye bye. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Right, okay. little bloopers you've seen how many times? Little hits right up no, the yeah, middle. No, yeah, definitely, right? definitely. Um, that's why, in a sense, maybe for the no hitter, I'm not gonna go too much into the ball. Uh, but in a general game sense, that we're not seeing, we're seeing pitchers. You mm-hmm. know, the average is awful. I can definitely see that because 
balls not hit often or not as hard and whatever mm-hmm. that that goes into it. So, ninety five percent agree with you there. The only thing the no hitter, I just think it's just been lucky, man. No, I think, I think it's very lucky. I think a lot of it's approach, to be honest, approach. rather than the the ball. I, I hate yeah. to say this, but rather than the ball or the pitcher, I think the pitchers are great at executing yeah. because yeah. they know these guys are going up. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go up. I'll throw it higher. Yeah. You're just gonna higher, pop up. Exactly. Especially, especially since the ball's not traveling, it's just gonna go up. Yeah, that is true. Exactly. So that's, that's why that's I think as a, it, as a as a general stance, yes, we do agree on that. Um, I would say a solid ten percent on the ball, eighty percent luck. What's the song? Um, I know. No, it, it can't be eighty percent luck because they do have some skill. Okay, Pitchers fine. Have skill. Fifty percent luck. Yeah, it has to be fifty. Well, with something like that, even unless you're throwing, you're like the college pitcher we talked about, twenty-seven Ks. Yeah. There's a bit of luck. Yeah, if you don't it. put the ball in play, then it's all in your hands. But this is like when the ball, as soon as the ball goes in play, you don't know if that hits a little. Uh, it hits a piece, a, a, a hits pebble a fr- or whatever. A squirrel or something, and there you go. The game's, your no-hitter's gone. Yes. Right? Or your perfect game, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Well, a good thing, I think you will, let's keep that what you guys talked about. Unfortunately, you have to wait on it. But next year, if the balls are the same and we keep seeing eight, nine no-hitters every year, every year, then now we got something to say. Yeah, because who knows? Maybe next year, none. You know there's never been ten. In a single season. We're at 6 in May. Yeah, we're all talking about 6 in May. Who knows? Maybe we don't go another whole... I think at some point, again, kind of due to this ball and the way people are pitching now, uh-huh. approaches have to change. Uh-huh. You have to say, I got to get on top of it more in order to put mm-hmm. more line drives, right? I think Eric Cosmer dropped his his launch angle like tremendously. Mike uh-huh. Trout dropped it tremendously. Uh-huh. A lot of guys are dropping it because I think they see the results. It may not be a home run, but doubles will... Uh-huh. Are almost just as good. Yep. Everybody's doubling. That's a lot of runs still. Of course. I know it's easier. To, not easier, but I know the home run sounds better. It's sexier. It's sexier. You only need one. I mean, you obviously only need one pitch, but yeah. it's just one pitch, one mistake, rather than, oh, ball outside? I could take this that way. Yeah. And it's down the line or something That's like that true. is what I mean. Mm-hmm. Kind of back to this Dodger pitching. Somebody's going to throw it. Is it going to be Bauer or Julio? Oh, man. The I, think, way I think Bauer. The way they're going right now, I think Bauer just in general. Uh, yeah, Plus, Bauer has a longer leash. He's the only guy I've ever seen Dave Roberts let go 126 <laughs> yeah, pitches. Exactly. Um, his interview, by the way, was amazing. Um, uh, hey, you, did you watch it? The still undisputed. Not that one, but there was a. Uh, hey, Trevor, you know, they're asking about the 126 yeah. pitches. He's like, I felt fine. I felt good. He's like, so, you know, you know, we respect you, you know, emptying the tank and going out there. And the first thing he says is, like, who said I emptied the tank? Well, I, I just meant, like, you know, going 126. And he answered the question. And I was like, that guy, so funny. I love that guy. Answer. Just he's built for the media. I love it. Or he's anti. I don't want to say anti-media, but he's built to go against the cliches. Yeah, definitely built to go against them. But yeah, but there's not my logo. No, exactly. Not my logo. Not, exactly, not my logo. Has a Bauer outage on his belt. Why does it matter what's on my belt? Yeah, that's yeah all that stuff. Okay, but yeah, Bauer. But I yeah, go- I think it's Bauer, and I think Julio has been phenomenal. Um. But he, I know you said he was been clean a lot of innings. He's given up two hits, three hits, three hits. He just seems to have that one inning where like they kind of figure out the sequence or whatever it is. Sure. They put a couple in play. Here's a run or two because he's gone. He's hasn't gone shut out. No, he that's, has. Not. That's why I'm saying that. I know. He's he, on, and I saw his numbers. Uh, well, as every, it's one run, as, one as run, as two every, runs. Every uh, almost it seems like every pitcher in the major leagues third time around average goes up. It's just how it is. Uh-huh. Um, Julio's a victim of that too, but. He's been a great. He's been no, great. but he's been great, and I think that's part of the Bauer issue too. Yeah. Third time is when he gets kind of mm-hmm. stuck, and they're like, "Okay, we know he's trying to work this or that, kind of attack it." Uh, man, it's gonna be so excited to see him but, on Wednesday. 
yeah, definitely. Um, this dude is going to be electric. I was like, why do I have Trevor Story on my thing? But I don't have Trevor Story. It's Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer. It's Trevor Bauer instead. Get the right Trevor. Uh, last piece of news before we kind of start wrapping up yes. here. Off today, Monday, in Houston, Wednesday for a short series. 2017 rematch. However, there will be trash show fans. Takes. What's going to happen? Or Over under on uh, altercations. On oh, bench, there's, on bench the, clearing. There's, an, there's an altercation on the horizon, baby. It's happening. How many? Uh, under, over, over under, under on, on two. two. Actually, over under one. Because over. there's only two games. Oh, okay, how about we do uh, over under how many times the benches will clear? Yes. <laughs> what if they play a nice, clean game? They're respectful. Nah, I would be so mad. I'd be, I'd be so mad I, at I, the Dodgers. I, I, say, I, say they, I say one. I just think they come out once. For sure, game once. Game one? No. Oh, you wait till game two. It's 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 Trevor Bauer. You know it's the Trevor Bauer <laughs> game. He's, all right. Over under on how many times he tells the guys what pitch is coming because I know <laughs> it's gonna happen. It has to happen, I can't right? Wait. Thanks, Trevor, for siding with us. Oh my God. That's gotta Even happen. Even if we, I mean, that dude already hated the Astros. Yeah. And now he's part you of the like our fan lose, base. You feel like we lose? Like example, let's say. Okay. You can't lose a series. Well, we can only split it or win it. Well, you gotta win it. Okay, we split it. What game? Are you going to split Kershaw's game? Doesn't matter. Take whichever one you want. Uh-huh. You split it, but Bauer does... He tells them what pitches. You take that. You split it. Bauer does the takes. Joe Kelly might throw another face again. Oh, I hope he does. 1-1. One, one. Uh-huh. Or do you take 2-0? Clean. Clean as hell. I think, obviously, as a fan, you got to go 2-0 because that's like the right That's as, the right as, thing to say. Yeah, I want them to win, too. However, for to build up this quote-unquote rivalry more... Yeah. This is I, actually this is a rivalry because yeah, of course. they want to play games over there and hit trash cans. I would take the one one, and but I want to win the Kershaw game. I want him to dominate the. Kers- okay, I I'll, want I need him to dominate. I'll do you one better. I oh, agree, with but you. we lose like two one. Let's do one one, mm-hmm. but we take the we take two here at home. Would you rather? Yeah, okay, 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 I'd rather split one, the whole one. thing and just have an altercation okay. every game. Would you rather? Yeah, I know. Would you rather take two zero here in Houston or? Oh, 2-0 here in, in L.A. In L.A. you rather lose there than win here. Yeah. Okay. Because it means more for the fans. Definitely, I like your answer. Definitely means a lot more for the Dodger fans because it's it's a bigger F.U. to me. Yes. That, and I know for a fact there's going to be trash cans out here. And it's oh going to be wild gosh. as hell. Joe Kelly's going to be leading the parade down the street yeah. as everybody comes in with Joe Kelly faces on them. And it's going to be great. I, I hope Kelly gets in. And I hope. I hope Doc sees like Correa on deck, tell him he's coming in next hitter, and they just he's just like, do what you got to do. Yeah, and they just go at it. I think that would be beautiful. Yeah, and he just strikes him out, and hits him with the face again. Because if he gets hit, the face is coming from from Correa, and if the face comes from Correa. Then I think well, you apparently got to take it. No, no, you no, take no. It. Apparently, to Correa, he said if he would have homered off him, he would have just ran bases. That's what he said. I have it on tape. Yeah, I know. We all that, have it on that tape. That dude's an idiot because he ran to the other dugout and didn't get suspended. But he ran to the dugout for no reason. Yeah. Oh, it's because you don't know the facts, bro. Yeah, you don't know the facts. If, if you don't know what's going on, then shut the F up. <laughs> God, I hate that <laughs> guy. I hate him. He's going to be out of Houston, though. I don't know who's who signs this guy. Uh, He's going to be a free agent. Bregman is moving over to short. I think it's I feel inevitable. I feel like that Grinch song. Him? I wouldn't touch him with a 39 and a half because inch pole. Farhan controls San Francisco, who needs a shortstop. Mm-hmm. Dodgers, there's no possible way if we lose Corey. They know the fan base won't show any love to that guy. I would not sign him. No. 
I would, San Diego's I, I would build renounce up. my rights. Arizona with Nick Ahmed. Man, Carlos. I, and it's not that I want him in the West, but I'm trying to think of possible scenarios. Oh, no, scenarios. I want him in the West. He get booed every day he's at Dodger oh, he, Stadium. He Arizona, he played 20 games, 25 games. Yeah, no, definitely. Colorado? Yeah. If they lose story, but they're if losing. you lose story, yeah, you're, they're going to lose story, but if you're not going to pay story, why are you going to pay Correa? But I don't think Correa's going to get as much as story. No, I don't think so either, but it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, me. I know. They're not going to contend. I, 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 I get you, I get you, I get you, I get you. You know, you could look at Central, maybe you move Hobby if you lose Bias. Cleveland? Cleve, no, they never pay anybody. If you're going to yeah, pay somebody. No, they don't pay anybody, you're right. Um, Detroit, maybe? But I don't think they're ready to contend. Minnesota? You just signed Andrelton. Well, for a year, right? Yeah, but I don't the know. The only reason one... I say him is because, oh, uh, no. I don't um, know if that one makes sense either yeah. because they, I think they're going to go, if they tank this season, they're going to have to go into rebuild. Yeah, good point. Um, East, mm, I can see the Yankees. Yankees can, don't care about what see, happened. You move Glaber back over to, yeah. Right? Yeah, if they're trying to compete. However, you got Derek Jeter, who is a baseball, like straight up baseball player, baseball guy. Do you, does he want something like that in his organization? Because the stigma is going to carry, right? Mm-hmm. It has to. Yeah. Especially when you're one of the guys that were big on using it. Oh, stigma yeah, has to carry. That's why I think um, Springer leaving the whole country. And as far as I know, I don't think he was a big part of it. No, no, no. I don't know just, if, the, if the thing came out. I but. just want to talk about Springer too much. Freaking spend my one of my early picks. He hasn't played a damn game for me. Yeah. Well, that's what you get for picking an, an Astro. Hey, man, I gave him a shot. Uh, that's never, fair. But never trust the Astros. They only bring the you heartbreak. Exactly. They only they have all nonsense up their sleeves, buddy. All nonsense. <laughs> there you go. Um, but obviously, as we go through, we'll have a big free agency palooza here where we can talk about where each shortstop will go. Fun. So we'll wait for that. Uh, Maddie, I think we're wrapping up here. Yeah. I got this going. Maddie, tell people where they can find us. Spotify. I mean, Google Play. You know, I think we're on Pandora. Yeah, we are. Are we really? <laughs> you know, anywhere where where uh, podcasts are played, you guys know can exactly. find us at. Don't, for, don't forget all about that stuff, okay, guys? Find us on Twitter. Find us on sportsbum.com. Find us on Instagram, wherever you want to find us. Podbean. You can literally, Shout out to the OG. Yeah, Podbean. You can literally find us anywhere you guys want. Uh, Maddie, as always, much, much love. love.